Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Jeffrey hates women. He hates women because he doesn't understand them. Too many young men are just like Jeffrey these days, when instead we can become more like Adonis. Adonis is a wise, strong, masculine man with such a great understanding of feminine energy. He can't hate women because he understands them very well. He understands that her chaotic side is all part of the feminine energy inside of her and he loves her for that. It's time we become more like Adonis. I felt like I had a very great understanding of women, dating, sex, intimacy, masculine, feminine energy just a few months ago. And every time I would make a video on it, I would realize how little I actually knew when you know, I'd read some comments and they would correct me on things or I'd have my own sort of development and introspectiveness and contemplation and journaling to realize, wait, that was probably not right what I said previously. And so maybe we should take this video as a grain of salt. Everything I say right now is based on my current understanding of masculine and feminine energy and the way that men and women are supposed, heterosexual men and women are supposed to unite. And this is probably going to change because I'm doing a fair amount of learning on this. It's very interesting. Like one of the things that I've, I've dedicated a lot of time to in my self-improvement, like my own personal self-improvement journey, is really understanding relationships, love and dating. Because for me, that's a very important part of my life. I was just lying down here. I've set up like this really like peaceful, beautiful vibe and listening to music. It's this playlist that really gets me in and... Um, it's a playlist that I made for an ex-girlfriend of mine. I was just lying down, the playlist came on, or I'll be honest, I, I clicked on it. <laughs> and um, I thought about the girl who this playlist is for. Me and her are like, not so much in contact, like we've just recently sent each other like a message or two, but um, I, I thought about like a particular day with her and just how it was and her smile and our time together. And my heart warmed up because of that. And I felt like, yeah, that's, that's so important. It is so so important and then i thought about the the online communities of of no fap and semen retention and monk mode and men going their own way and i see this big like split between i believe the way that we're supposed to live is in in some kind of like unity with our partner the other half of us or maybe we don't even want to say the other half but you know we are a full person and then 
an extra full person just makes us even better. So many people are gonna be watching this and criticize me straight away and say, wait, this is blue pill and oh, he, he's, he's turned into a pussy and everything. But like in the modern day, we hate each other so much. It's, it's one of the things that I detest most about like modern day sort of like, you know, weak men, weak women. It's like there's this huge narrative that like men ain't shit and all women are hoes. And like women are like this and men are like this men are all liars and women are all manipulative women are all cheaters men are all cheaters and i hate them and like you know just focus on yourself just focus on yourself it's very very tricky especially including the the path that we're on because you can see where i'm getting at in this video okay i'm gonna say that you know relationships and love and intimacy is important and let's talk about it but at the same time i'm also confused with the the aspect of the male advantage the red pill smv peak which is like okay don't get into relationships right now focus on yourself build up some success and then you'll get into better relationships with hotter women with better women in the future and you can see that it's a big mind fuck for young men to navigate very big mind fuck so I think this is very interesting. What I would like to do in this video is lay some objective truths for myself. Something that I, if I take some time to really think, okay, what I'm about to say, a rule for myself is 100% going to be good for me forever. Does that make sense? Because, you know, like I started this video by saying, okay, you know, my advice always changes with, with this topic and we're all so different. And, you know, there's so, so much mindfucky that it would be so nice to have some kind of like objective rule to follow, which we can just confirm is like not coping that we can confirm it. Yep, that this, this rule would really work out for you. What is like a safe mindset that cannot be wrong in terms of dating, in terms of getting women, in terms of attracting them and having sex and falling in love and, and getting into more serious relationships? What are some some rules that we can, like you know, obviously a rule sounds a bit too constrictive, but what, what is something like a mindset that we can keep in mind that we have total confidence is that is going to serve us that we we cannot imagine even five ten years down the line to think wait that might have not been so right the first thing that is coming to my mind is have sex with people that you like with only people that you like so essentially don't have sex with someone that you don't like it seems like common sense but especially if you're someone who's a bit more on the spectrum of like more actively having sex having casual sex you'll find that it is actually like even though it seems like you know of common sense it's, you sometimes break that rule so it depends on your experiences but if you've been into like the, the casual sex scene the, the tinder and nightclubs and parties and you know the, the quick sort of hookup culture you will find that there will be some times where you'll end up having sex with someone you weirdly connect with them and you don't really like them you don't like their personality you don't respect them you don't value them you kind of do it for two reasons and everyone who this is applicable for is going to disagree with this so if your brain right now really disagrees with this just know that it's probably about you you have sex with you know someone who you don't really respect or someone that you don't really value for two reasons pleasure and some kind of ego validation what's interesting is the ego validation is is not good for you to connect with someone in that way it's it's a very like you don't have to see it as like a sacred spiritual thing but there is truth to that and i'm not really a spiritual guy I, I would love to be i'd love to like you know develop myself and put that as like a pillar of my self-improvement but it's something that I, I struggle with i don't really understand like how to be spiritual maybe when i find out i can make a video like made for people who don't understand it either and it'll literally be titled okay like how to be spiritual i don't know if that's even like some is supposed to stay, say it like that or not but it feels truth to me in this phrase like i said this once which is that every time you have sex with someone you split your soul with them when you're a virgin you've never had sex with anyone and this other person hasn't either 
and you have sex together, you split your soul 50-50 to each other. And that's why the first person that you ever have sex with is, is very, very significant. Probably the most significant person of like the opposite sex for you. But then after that, you have 50% of, of your soul and 50% of you know, this person that you connected with. You have sex with the second person of your life and you only have 25% of your soul to, to give to this person. And then 12.5 and then 6.25 and then 3.1, uh, 6, 25, I don't know. Either way, what I'm saying is there is absolute truth that sex is a very like, it is a bonding thing if you allow it, especially if you're more of like a conscious kind of person. If you're, if you're someone tuned into your emotions and, and your psyche and your spiritualism, you'll find that you will absolutely like bond and connect and attach with the person that you've just slept with. Make sure that's someone that you wanna be with. I think that's like an objective rule that we could all say. Like obviously it's, it's a bit more on like the sort of softer side for a lot of people. They'll say, no, okay, only sleep with someone that you're married or someone that you love or someone that you're in a relationship with. So me literally saying, oh well, yeah, this is my rule of only sleep with someone who you like and don't sleep with people you don't like. It seems common sense to a lot of people, but the person I'm really trying to reach out to when I say these words is, is more like someone who's who's lived a very similar life to me, who's went down the the party fuckboy life, you know, thinking that that's like the thing that you're supposed to do and feeling like a, a lack of fulfillment, but then, you know, that your ego gets so validated there. Like you get so validated by the other people in that scenario. Like, you know, you, you go out with your boys and you hook up with this girl, you, you're kissing her and your boy's like, you know, hyping you up. Then you take her back and you sleep with her and you get like text messages in the group chat that are oh, like, you've already, you fucked this girl and she's so hot. And like, it feels fucking amazing to get acknowledged by other people and you realize like, you just did this important part of your life with this this girl that you just met and you didn't even do it for her or for you you did it because your boys in the in the group chat are going to be writing emojis about you and you know people saw people saw you with that girl so that feels really good but a part of you gets gets stuck there with that person and that hopefully isn't an insult to them unless if you don't get along with them and i can think back to times and no insult or disrespect you know, meant like we just weren't compatible. But I can think back to times when, you know, I, I brought girls back from clubs or from Tinder and like, I didn't even like them. I literally didn't even like them. I didn't respect them. I didn't value them. And I, I shared such like an intimate part of my life with them. And I never really picked up on this up until maybe the last six months, one year, when I really gained more respect for myself. And I thought I am not allowing just anyone to see me and experience me and feel me in such an intimate moment. And forgive me for, you know, saying, like, I think when I said feel me, it starts feeling a bit like vulgar when I said that and you start visualizing, but it's, but you can see like the effect of just talking about sex has some kind of emotional impact on us. It isn't as like, as wishy-washy as a lot of like people like to act like it. Oh, it's just sex. But it's like, I think there is a big bonding moment that comes from it. Just make sure as like, you know, like a safe rule to keep in mind, just have sex with, with people that you like. In terms of dating, I think the rule that I would personally have for myself is to think, okay, make this woman your girlfriend if you think she has great potential to be the mother of your children. To now start to see like girlfriend, you know, the title and girlfriend, boyfriend, re official relationship, start to see that as like, okay, well, that's what it's for. I know this seems again, like kind of like a basic common sense thing, but honestly, these realizations are somewhat new to me. So maybe I'm just like really, really dumb or something, or maybe like we just kind of overlook some of these common sense things when emotions and love and, and butterflies and everything get involved, which maybe is the case. But maybe the second rule can be take a relationship seriously. That there's some people who will get into relationships and this, this blows my mind and maybe it will for you. There's some people who will get into relationships knowing that they're gonna break up. 
knowing that they don't want to stay together. To me personally, maybe this is some, somewhere where I'm different, but to me personally, the, the emotions and the attachment that goes into a relationship when you're having sex all the time, and of course there's that bonding moment with that, you're spending so much time, intimate time together, you're, you're talking about long-term things. It blows my mind to think there's, there's people who would get into a situation like this and kind of consider the other person that they're with not someone that they actually want to stay with, that they're just with for the sake of like, comfort right now and and they don't take action in, in leaving because of the sunk cost fallacy of like oh you know like too much time has went down the drain so i'm not gonna break up just yet but like oh like let me sleep with her a few more times or you know like oh like i don't want to have that conversation to break up just yet and i'm making this rule and i'm saying this because it's it i don't know if it sounds horrible but like younger hamza the younger version of me and just a few years ago he he didn't follow this rule I didn't follow this rule. When I, when I think about my younger self, it's kind of interesting. I see myself in like different lives. Like I, I, when I see younger Hamza, I literally see him as like a separate person. It's very interesting. I think maybe that's because of how much I've changed. I, I, I can relate to him, but he, he's a different guy. I don't know if that's weird or not, but like, yeah, I, I see him. And I see him in the longest relationship of his life, which was about two and a half, three years which is very, very significant. You know, you, you hear people talk about the length of their relationship as just like, oh, one year, two year, three years. And you, it doesn't hit you of how significant that really is up until when you really think about this. Think about where you were in life three years ago. Three years ago, right? Think about as many experiences as you can think of from three years ago to today. Imagine that that scope was what I shared my life with, with the girlfriend that I was with. And for about a year of that, we lived together. I, I say this with so much emphasis because, you know, just being in a relationship is very significant, very significant. Being in love and, and constantly being around this person, very significant. When you live together, when you spend every day together, when you go to bed together for hundreds of nights, when you wake up together and you brush your teeth, every single, like pretty much every single morning for hundreds of nights, it, it, it's brushing teeth for me is a very, very like, specific one that pops into my mind I, I eventually did leave this girlfriend and i would break down a lot when i when i moved back home um yeah like I, I'd, I'd be brushing my teeth and literally just start crying because she's not there next to me and and we're not supposed to cry about these things you know we're not supposed to like feel emotions especially as men but like i think that's personally the weaker thing i think there's absolute truth to not showing your emotions to the people who can use them against you because the truth is a lot of people are going to see your emotions as weakness and they're going to use that as like a form of of devaluing you of disrespecting you for it but yeah I'm, I'm very open with it, especially on, on camera or on YouTube leading this movement. I'm very open with my emotions because the way I see it is if you if there is someone who sees my emotions and, and criticizes me and says, oh, look, he's, he's a pussy, he's a weak, he, look, look at him, he's crying, then it, I didn't want them in my movement anyway. I will be 100% as, as much as I can authentic at all times because then I will polarize people in my life. And if it kind of offends them, if, if they feel weird about it, then it's like, well, you, you don't actually like me then. So it's fair enough, like we're not compatible. But at this point in my life, I, I lived with her for a year and we were together before that. And like, I just got a flash of like a time when we, we, we lived together for a, a year. We like signed like an apartment tenancy, but even before that, it's like we were somewhat living together. Like I just literally saw both of us in my student accommodation, my second year of university. So this was also in the middle of like my, my fuckboy days, my party days. And like what I put this girl through was so like fucking like 
I tormented her. We were very close and we, we did express love, especially like, you know, that kind of like love when you go to parties and nightclubs and, and you're drunk and you're on drugs and you kind of say to the person that you're with, oh, I love you. And like, you, you kind of, you know, you do feel it, but then you don't say it when you're sober. So is it true? Do, do you feel, do you know what I mean? But it would be like that. And we were very close even even back then in university, but then I still had this, this need to be validated by other girls. And, and quite frankly, I think, especially for men, we're always gonna have the desire for, for other women to have sex with them and to, to appreciate their, their looks. We're always gonna have that. But I really, really indulged with that when I had this girl who loved me, when I had this girl who I loved, when I had this girl who, who quite frankly, like I loved being with and I loved sleeping with. And like, there was times like this fucking, like this, you don't realize the level of like fuck boy you're, you're listening right now. I'd like to think I'm very different now, but like I did some like fucked, like imagine the girl who loves you, who you love, and you've got such a toxic view of like love and relationships that like she pisses you off in whatever fucking way. And I, I looked at her in the eyes and said, like, and there was a particular girl that she felt a little bit jealous about. I looked her in the eyes and said, I was gonna go fuck someone else. And I did. And the heartbreak in her face when I said that, and she's, and she stayed out of love, out of, out of like dumb love. Like I said, you don't realize the level of fuckboy that I've been. You don't realize like the heartless kind of like behavior that I've had previously, which it feels so insignificant when you're when you're consumed by that kind of media of like, you know, men ain't shit and women ain't shit. And like, oh, she's cheating anyway, King. And like, you know, you go, go you go, bro. The red pill says that you can fuck any girls that you want. You're an alpha male. And when you're when you're consuming all this kind of like fucking information, it fucks with your mind and you become like this weirdly heartless guy to think that I've, I've acted like that to someone that I fucking valued because it felt like the right thing to do. I was consuming a lot of like alpha male kind of content back then and, and I look back with so much fucking like, I'm not a guy who feels much regret at all. I, I very, very much like learn from like my mistakes and everything. But with this girl, like there, there's a lot of regret and there's a list, there's a fucking list. I'd love for you to be able to like, hear me and her talk and like we've not had like a real conversation since i left we've spoke somewhat briefly on instagram and um she's warming up like i've never kind of let go of the idea of like i, I want to see her again i literally like every couple of months you can call me a fucking simp or whatever but like every couple of months i kind of message her and try and like i don't want to date her again i don't really think we're compatible maybe we are maybe but, like that's not really my intention my real intention is like i want to go on a date with her to kind of be the gentleman I should have been. I know that things won't continue. I don't really want them to. I'm, I'm not really like looking for a relationship and no offense to her, but I, I don't think we're compatible. We're very different now. And like, you know, we've both prospered since the relationship, which is beautiful. I want her to see the man that I've become and she, and she does see it. She does see my success and she says that she looks up for it and that's like amazing, but it, it means a lot to me. It's something that I'm kind of stuck on. And I don't know if that's like, it makes me a, a wimp or it makes me a beta male or some shit, but like, that's how I feel. And I know that she feels somewhat of the same way. Like I, I wanted us to like come together for like a nice like fancy date or something and like be able to speak for a few hours of like our accomplishments and like our journey from the, the time when we lived together. So for this rule of understanding the importance of relationships and how serious they can get, because you can see how like how emotionally tied to this woman I am and, and this ended like two and a half years ago. It's to take relationships seriously and to really understand that if you are going to get into a relationship with someone that is your commitment and that is you, it's like you're both auditioning 
to be very serious with each other. You're both auditioning to be like the father of her children. You're auditioning to be her husband. She's auditioning to be the mother of your children. She's auditioning to be your wife. I didn't really take relationships seriously. And I, I remember specifically, I would have in mind like these like cool looking couples, you know, the influencer kind of couples who like, who were like Instagram famous or everything. And, and the way that they would like navigate relationships was always like casual and, a lot of people would get into relationships after like hooking up with someone and um, you know, they end up breaking up in like a year or six months and they cheated on each other and then oh, like they get into a new relationship. A lot of people treat relationships like very, very casually. I think it's somewhat, you know, if it aligns with your values, I think it's somewhat okay to view, you know, some relations with the opposite sex or, you know, with the person you're attracted to is a bit more casual. But I think the moment to take it very seriously is to ask yourself, okay, if, I make this girl my girlfriend, it gets serious. If I make her my girlfriend, that means that we are progressing to like more and more serious things. Make sure then that if you are going to make this person. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And like, you know, into a full like relationship with them that you can see potential of that, that you actually want that. And of course, don't rush it. 100% take time. I feel like people get into relationships and commitments way too fast. It's way better to take more time to really evaluate this person, to really spend loads of time with them, spend loads of time talking to them, really get to know like their inner psyche, not just the things that they say, but like fully, you know, explore their minds. I think that's so, that's like the most beautiful like part of life, honestly, is, is, is like, connecting with this other person and seeing not just the initial sort of first impression that they give out but like what's deep inside of their mind that's so so interesting to see and, and to have someone take an interest in yours you know someone to be curious of like your deep thoughts and your desires and and like the random shit that your brain comes up with and to then do that together and you end up like making a fucking weird dance together or like a, a secret handshake together you know what I mean I, I think that stuff is so so beautiful but it, it's just it can be filled with a whole lot of of avoidable pain if you get into like these contracts too early and I know saying a relationship is like a contract but it kind of is it really is and a marriage is technically a contract and it's interesting because a thought's popping into my mind that I don't know how true this is but it was research that said that relationships 100 200 300 years ago were actually more successful than they are now we get into relationships and especially marriage now based on love 
Whereas a few hundred years ago, love was never in the equation. Relationships were based around, what's the word? Formalities or, you know, like imagine the vibe of like, um, oh, well, this person owns land. So we're going to marry you off to them. And like, oh, well, he's a doctor. So you're going to marry him. And, you know, it's quite arranged with the parents. And it's like, oh, well, this person's got this second name. So you'll marry them. And and even then it was like, you know, that's, that feels a little bit forced and arranged, but it, you know, societal differences meant that your brain would have thought like, yep, well, that's the normal thing that I'm excited for. He's got this second name. That's, that's, that's so attractive. And like, oh, her father's uh, a business. I'm like, oh my God, her father owns like a, a cottage. Oh, wow. I'm going to marry this woman. Like, you know, we, we were like that. And what's interesting, I mean, obviously there's, there's issues with these kinds of like studies and analysis because, you know, were they actually happily married or did they just not split up because the woman would have like been hurt because of that, but who knows. But either way, it seems like our relationships based on love don't really work because we've taken away the rational part of relationships that slow decisive thinking we've really taken that away this is why you see so many people get into relationships very quickly we've taken away the analysis I feel quite weird and different that I do a lot of journaling for my relationships and I get into quite like you know what's what's the word paralysis by analysis when i'm like really viewing up like you know this woman and i'm really asking okay could she be the mother of my children and everyone around me even people who understand me telling me that i'm overthinking that you know this is too much thinking everyone says that and i'm i'm thinking like i'm not the weird one you're you're committing to this person you're getting so much love and emotion and, and attachment brought into this equation and you haven't even like consciously, rationally decided if this is someone that you truly want to be with for 5, 10, 15 years, if they've got potential to be the mother of your children. I think we need to get into relationships with a lot more intention. And so maybe you can take a practical step from this, which is as simple as just grab your journal whenever you've got feelings for someone and just ask yourself those questions. Like, is this someone who I could slash should be with for 10, 15, 20 years from now? Is this woman someone who would be a good mother for my children? Because that as a young man, bro, that's, that's the most important question that you could ever ask, honestly. Uh, you know, those modern day sort of like, you go king kind of mindset, we devalue relationships in this modern day we really devalue them i've said multiple times i'll say always i think the most important decision that you will ever make is the woman to have children with who that woman is that's worth reiterating i think the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life is choosing the woman to have children with can you think of a more singular more important decision than that like the, the idea of like some kind of like big business contract or something comes into play but like there's there's no business contract that lasts like 20 30 years that you have children with that that is inside of your personal life to the point that you like parents can't even fucking go to sleep because the children are awake like your children are going to be the most significant part of your life always no matter how successful your business is always the most significant part of of life for people who are older than us and you know that we hear their accounts is always just children so we get into these like very quick relationships just based on like oh well you know this person's attractive and we have sex or this person like oh yeah well they'll accept me and like we never want to admit that no one ever admits that do they that oh well this person likes me too but that's like one of the most like attractive parts in the modern days, like especially for guys. It's like, well, you know, she she likes me, so it, like, I I haven't gotten any other girls in like a, a month. So I mean, yeah, there we go. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make her my girlfriend. And this is where it gets a little bit more red pilly, sort of, because then it's like, would you make her your girlfriend? Would you really get close to her if you had other options? A lot of people act as if like they've got this scarcity mindset and that's that's never good not for yourself not for the person that you get with do you have this mindset of what's the word like insecurity that you know you've you haven't really gotten much attention from girls and so this one's showing you attention so like maybe we should just you know get with her do you act with scarcity or abundance 
when you navigate your relationships. I think the second rule should be something to do with like really, really take relationships seriously, to not do this like whimsically. If you want something casual and something fun and, and, and everything, by all means, go ahead, but don't make it into a relationship. Don't like give that commitment of like, oh yeah, you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend. Don't do that because that's when emotions really get tied in. Rule number one is only have sex with people that you like. This advice is more for men, so I'm gonna specifically use like heterosexual men terms. So rule number one, only have sex with women that you like. Rule number two, take relationships seriously. What is a third and maybe final kind of objective rule that we could set for, for relationships? There's one which I'm getting more and more experiences off and I, I learned a lot about this from the book, The Way of the Superior Man. You can go Google, that's a very, very good book. The Way of the Superior Man and this book taught me very vitally like no one really knows this but what actually is masculine and feminine energy because if you have to think right now what's masculine and feminine we kind of say those like stereotypical just you know answers that pop into our mind like oh masculine is all about like being manly and being muscly and making money and like providing and like feminine is all about like nurturing and that kind of has truth to it but having it really explained in like a formal book was really beneficial. So I'll try and explain it to you and, and this perhaps can be our rule number three is to understand this. Understand the, the sexual energies. Masculine energy is all about the mission, progress, the goal. Think about the way that a man has sex. And of course, there's gonna be men who are like, oh, well, I'm not like this. But the majority of men, like, what's the point of us to have sex? To reach ejaculation? When you really think, I don't know, this is a bit vulgar, but like, really, like, that's that's the focus of the male brain. Even if you, you wanna say like, oh, well, I'm not selfish. I don't stop when I'm, you know, a lot of guys fucking say that. But like, literally our brain is, is made that when we're having sex, that's, that's our focus. That's our natural evolutionary focus is to reach ejaculation because then we can impregnate the woman that we're with and then we can conceive a child and that feels like it's, you know, fulfilling our need to reproduce, right? If you think about men and women, especially when it comes to having sex, and excuse the, the vulgarness of, of that visualization, but you really think about what happens. The man's start to finish is like start with constraints, something that needs to be released. And the finish point is when he is free and empty. For women, it's actually the opposite. She starts with free and empty. And her sort of goal is kind of fulfillment, to be filled. I know that this sounds very vulgar, but it, you know, naturally we're gonna end up talking about sex if we're talking about like sexual energy. So the masculine energy is all about the process of being free, of releasing ourselves from constraints, of setting goals and achieving them. This is why we as men, we feel so, I mean women too, but like we feel so good when we are making progress to some kind of meaningful goal and mission, like we, we wanna focus entirely on like the mission, the task at hand. What is the task at hand? It's for me to record this video. What's the task immediately after that? It's for me to clean up this place. What's the task immediately after that? It's to say goodnight to Sam. What's the task immediately after that? It's like brushing my teeth, get myself ready for bed. We're, we're focused on that. We feel good when we're like checking off that sort of list of like, of, of getting to the end point of our goal. For men, a lot of our energy is based or most of our energy is based on work and purpose and like this this greater need to to be free for women for, for people with feminine energy it's more of like a focus on love the, the flow of love especially in a relationship but even in you know family and friends and it, it's about creation and joy 
And this is where that sort of like, oh yeah, well, you know, women nurture and men protect. That's pretty much it, but to a very small level that a lot of people kind of leave it at. But I think it's so interesting learning more about masculine feminine energy. What I learned from this book, The Way of the Superior Man about myself was that I will feel, and this has been proven true, you know, with my own experiences, that I will feel better when I feel like I'm making great progress to meaningful goals, when I feel like I'm doing meaningful, fulfilling work and the times when I'm not, the times when I'm living more in like feminine energy and I'm just like, you know, living and I'm just kind of enjoying love and intimacy and affection. It's weird because those those things are beautiful. And yet I feel not content with life when I spend like an entire day with a girl just kind of, you know, like making love and being with her and being affectionate and, you know, going on a date and getting food. There's, there's something inside of my mind, which is like, well, come on. Let's go do some fucking work. Let's go, you know, focus on your goals. Your, your goals are in your mind. And like, wait, what, you know, I'm, I'm with my girlfriend or, you know, the girl that I'm, I'm with. And my brain is just like ticking, thinking about masculine stuff instead. And some that sometimes creates like a bit of resentment for this girl. And I always say this, it's never, for me, I'm, I'm one of those guys where like, I can spend time with a woman and my brain is like more focused on like goals and stuff. And then sometimes I can end up resenting them, even though it's not their fault, because naturally, if you're spending time with someone, but you, your brain is elsewhere, you kind of want to go and like, you know, do your goals, but you're like with this person here and like, they don't really share the same goals as you because you know, why would they? So I'm kind of like spending time when I don't truly, truly want to be here. But like, I think it's very important to understand masculine feminine energy so that you don't feel weird about this. So what it was said in this book was that the feminine energy really prioritizes love over everything. The feminine energy in a woman can come from a woman who's even productive who even seemingly feels masculine so she has like some kind of masculine job she's some kind of professional and the masculine energy can be inside of a man who doesn't really seem that masculine that much of like an alpha male but we still generally most men are going to be more masculine than they are feminine maybe that's like it is changing because of like societal standards and it's not really a good thing in my opinion but men are becoming more feminine women are becoming more masculine and and everyone's depolarized so that's an interesting word for us to talk about is depolarized polarization polarization is when someone is like not in the middle they're more on the extreme end so one of the things i always keep in mind is polarize when i come onto camera with my personality with people that i meet with even women that i meet always polarize always be a polarizing person never keep people in the gray sort of like oh yeah that guy like you know you're yeah you're you're okay i don't want that i don't want anyone who thinks i'm okay or like yeah he's all right i don't i don't want that i want people to think of me as like oh my god like he means so much to me he's he's an amazing guy he's fantastic Hams is amazing i love him so much or i want them to think of me as like He's a prick, I hate him so much. When you polarize, you push people to the extreme. And in terms of sexual energy, polarization means that you're more on the spectrum of like masculine or feminine. In the modern day, we're all becoming depolarized. And so we're in this like bleak gray area where men are very feminine, women are very masculine. We don't really need each other anymore. That's incredibly sad. The way to bring so much more like beautiful relationships, like the kind of relationship where you actually feel like, well, this person brings a lot to your life is to be more polarized. You're watching this, you're a man. Simply that means become more masculine because what will happen when you become more masculine, you will start to attract women who are on the other end of the spectrum. You'll always attract someone who kind of like is, is on the other end of the spectrum. So if you're very masculine, you'll meet someone who's very, very feminine. But if we're way here, then we're gonna end up meeting someone who's here. And these relationships are very like, very bleak and gray and not full of like excitement and life. And like, you don't really need each other. So you end up becoming friends 
instead of actually like lovers you end up like spending like it's kind of like the sort of boring friend relationship vibe a lot of like it's, it's very weird because in the modern day what do we praise most like what do you hear most like oh he's like my best friend bro <laughs> You never want your girlfriend to be able to say that, but he's like my best friend. No, that, that's what like everyone thinks th these days. Like I want a girl. No, fuck no. If you're in a relationship with this girl and you're like best friends, what it means is you are depolarized because a masculine man and a feminine woman cannot be best friends. It, it's impossible. Like it's, that's weird as fuck. They can be lovers. They can be intimate. They can be in a very loving relationship, very healthy relationship, very beneficial relationship because they're so different aspects of friends in there. But this masculine man will be surrounded by other masculine men who he says are friends, who he says are brothers. This feminine woman will have a lot of also feminine women as friends. And she will say, yeah, they're, they're my best friends. They would never look at each other like, you know, when they're speaking about their relationship and say like, oh yeah, we're like best friends. You know, the people who say we're like best friends. They're like the depolarized ones who don't have, like they'll they'll disagree, by the way, if they're watching this, they'll disagree and they'll be like, oh no, well my relationship's really excited. Like obviously it's gonna hurt their feelings of what I'm saying. And I'm not saying this as an insult, just more of my understanding of, of relationships from reading this book and really like being contemplative about it. But this book really did say that the people who are depolarized and have this friendly relationship, they're a lot less sexual with each other. They're not likely to be the, the kind of relationship where they just spontaneously end up like having sex out of nowhere. And they get into like big, massive, like sort of chaotic fights because these best friend kind of like the same thing in the modern, modern dilemma, the modern sort of relationship that's seen as like the best thing ever. What, what's the two things that you always hear when someone talks about how good their relationship is, is one, we're like best friends. And two, oh, we never argue. These are literally the opposite of what you want your relationship to be like if you wanna be polarized. A masculine man and a feminine woman together will have a fair amount of arguments. A feminine woman will bring so much chaos. That's what the feminine energy is supposed to be like. And it, it saddens me to see in the modern day how, how little femininity is valued, especially by women. Like it's a very, it, weird thing to say isn't it like femininity is devalued especially by women especially by feminist women feminism has devalued femininity feminism has promoted masculinity inside of women i don't want to be one of those guys who hates on feminism i never thought i'd be like that i always consider myself a feminist and, and up until i really understood this this sexual energy and i was like wait that doesn't make any sense why why has feminism been like this all this time and now realize how, how wrong it is but I, i'm not allowed to talk about it because I'll, I'll seem like a sexist misogynist but now you understand the, the masculine the feminine energy and what happens when a person becomes depolarized like their relationships lose so much life and and, and zest to them and relationships are so important. And so in the modern sort of view of relationships of men and women, we're supposed to be depolarized. Like that's almost like a good thing to say like, oh yeah, men and women are the same. Men and w women are equal. We're like best friends. Oh, like, you know, she's so strong. She's a strong woman. I'm like, oh, he's, he's so in touch with his emotions. That's so good. It's like for all of our advancements, we aren't happier. We're killing ourselves at an all time high. Relationship problems are at an all time high for all of these advancements in like feminism and, and these modern, modern movements we're less happy hopefully you can be equipped with this knowledge of masculine feminine energy i haven't done the best job at explaining it whatsoever i highly highly recommend just read the book where i'm getting my my information from the way of the superior man i've recommended that book so many times in the last few weeks you don't even understand how important i think it is to read as, as just for anyone if you're watching this man woman whatever 
because it, it just opened my finally I'm being told what masculine energy actually is and what feminine energy actually is and now I'm like seeing it all around me and I'm like wait why is everyone living so weird why have I been told my entire life to be more feminine that's literally gonna make me like less sexual it's gonna make me automatically attract more masculine women and i've never really wanted like a, a relationship with a masculine woman but I, I keep sort of like being in in that scenario because i'm way more feminine than i actually should be because of these kind of like societal influences around us it'd be so interesting for you like at one point maybe in this video maybe when you read the book maybe at some point something's gonna click for you when you really understand this masculine feminine energy and you're like wait i've been living life in the in the wrong way and all these people around me they're doing the same thing and and, and that girl who always posts like the, the, the feminist fucking posts on, on Facebook and Instagram like wait she doesn't even know what she's doing like she she's become way more masculine how is becoming a feminist made you lose touch with your femininity the majority of women think femininity is weakness and it's so sad to see and this book in particular I have read it now with with two women that I, I've truly loved like obviously at different times but like in different relationships I've literally read the book with like the woman that I'm dating at the time and I see this beautiful thing inside of her just click and suddenly she's just becoming way more feminine like she, she understands the parts of herself which she kind of turned off because in the modern day, femininity is not praised. There's absolute truth. Masculinity is always gonna be praised. We all know it. We all know a strong man is always gonna be like respected. We all know it, right? The, the guys at the top always fucking run everything. We'll all agree with that, you know, but sometimes we wanna argue against this thing of like patriarchy rules or anything, but we all know like the high value successful masculine guys like rule the entire world. It's 100% the truth. You know, the very, very small 0.0001% of men. And then of course we can then argue, well, you know, is there a real patriarchy or not? But like, this is the thing that I, I, I'm most, most, interested in and most sort of excited to talk about because it's such a big realization for me and and that beautiful moment hopefully you can experience this if you're in a relationship and if you want to get this book the way of the superior man and um or you want to read it with someone and just just read it by yourself read it with a girl read it with family with friends whatever just read this book live the way that you like you just feel like you're supposed to because i, I can't even explain it to you with the difference of these two different women who i've read the book with literally read it and I see like their soul get nourished. It's like just suddenly she just, I can sense that she's more feminine and I, I and we're so much more polarized. Like the, the sex amazing, like fucking straight away. It's just different. It's like, it's how it should be. It feels like when that happens, I am so much more masculine and that feels so good for me. And then she's so much more feminine and she says that feels so good for her. It's so amazing seeing that not only in yourself, but like with, you know, a partner that you love. And then with, with things that happen in relationships and we end up breaking up the, the you kind of see them lose it. So if you have been down this path of like, you know, exploring sexual energy, becoming more masculine and, and your girlfriend becoming more feminine, and then sort of the relationship ends as it did for me, I, I, I traveled away and everything. And then I kind of like, just see them like, oh, well, they're not as feminine as they just were previously and they're way more masculine now. And it, that's happened a few times and, and it's it's very just sad just seeing, I don't know, because obviously like how are we to judge if, if someone feels happier in a certain way and stuff, but it, it's a very beautiful experience seeing like someone I love claim more of their femininity. And I really hope like if you end up getting into a relationship or something that you, you really experience that because maybe she's already gonna be like feminine to begin with, but if she's not, you know, as feminine as she could be and you kind of end up having that discussion and, and she um, 
claims more of her, of her femininity and you claim more of your masculinity. It's a very, very beautiful experience. So the third rule that we can leave with is to understand sexual energy. And like I said before, hopefully you've gotten some value of me talking about sexual energy, but like I haven't done it just because it's a very like complicated thing to talk about. Like I, I don't really know how to explain it in the best way that the book that I keep recommended, The Way of the Superior Man, the author name is David Dida. Very like honestly life-changing book. The kind of book that I like I've given it out to most people in my entire life. You know, there's a book that you like suggest to people and you and maybe you've bought extra copies to give to people. The way of the superior man for me. And everyone I give it to when they do decide to read it, they're like, oh my god. Like, I finally understand myself. I've been living life in the complete wrong way because everything around us is telling us to live like depolarized. And I, I don't get why. There's a lot of of beauty and, and very very good experiences to be had in terms of dating and and for you to like you know meet women i don't know where i completely stand on this thing of like you know like ignore women and focus on yourself king and be on monk mode because 100 percent, bro i i left that girlfriend who i lived with and i went full monk mode and i'm not even like you know a lot of people say they went monk bro i literally trimmed my fucking hair off to commit to it i trimmed my hair off i didn't speak to anyone I spoke to one friend for one and a half years. I had one friend. And the only time that I would meet him is when we would go and work out in the park together because this was through COVID. And me and my friend Jonathan, like I met him when I was literally training in the park with like gymnastic rings. I was in a loving relationship. Well, I don't know if you can even say if it was like loving because there was a lot of things wrong with it. But you know, there was love there. But I was in the relationship with her and I fully left the relationship to prioritize like work and to get onto a monk mode. I truly understand the value of that. I think every man should experience some periods of like monk mode, solitude, total focus on like his craft, his business, his work, his mission. But you can't live like that forever. Maybe you can. I'm projecting my own sort of feelings onto this. I can't live like that forever. I realized today I was literally just kind of, you know, I, I set this vibe up and I just, before I started recording, I didn't even have the intention to record today actually, but I was just kind of lying there and I was just thinking about life and put this playlist on. And I thought about the girl who this playlist was made for, who I made it for. And I just thought like, it, that means so much to me that that's a substance, like, that's a part of life that I don't want to live without, that I, I want that in my life. I want love and intimacy and sex in my life 100%. And so hopefully with these three rules, which feel like the kind of foolproof, I can do that in a very like healthy manner. Number one, only have sex with women that you actually like and you get along with. Number two, don't rush into relationships, take them seriously. And number three, learn about sexual energy, learn about masculine energy and feminine energy. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 